And what is up, fellow marketers? I'm your host, Eric Harbison. Welcome to episode 13 of the Marketing Help Podcast, the number one resource for proactively managing your marketing career. Now, we are here to, to connect and create marketing opportunity for marketers at any level, not just students, uh, marketing managers, VPs of marketing, directors of marketing. Uh, we want to help you. So if you have any questions, ideas on topics, shoot me an email at eric at themarketinghelp.co. And before I get into today's topic, I just wanted to share a quick update. Uh, have you checked out our website recently? And I, I asked that because uh, we've added a bunch of free and premium resources to our website. And these are things like uh, templates, just free templates for like job hunting, uh, resume, cover letters, uh, just things you want to provide you to help you, uh, ways to create a career path. I mean, those are questions I've been getting a lot recently. So head on over to the website. I mean, we've got interview guides, uh, mentoring services. You know, just want to make sure everyone sees this at uh, themarketinghelp.co. Uh, we updated our blog, so we have links to all the podcasts. And we have a newsletter if you want to join and get updated with uh, all the latest tips and resources on managing your marketing career. So just head on over to themarketinghelp.co. So I mentioned in a prior episode about... Uh, kind of the, the confluence of a couple of things, social media, personal branding, and networking. And dedicated a couple of episodes to that topic. And it was a theme that was based off of a conversation I had with uh, a student, a couple of students recently, and some marketing managers. And today's topic is a topic I wanted to mention, uh, you know, tied to networking. Uh, we, we did cover some ways to prepare for uh, how to get more networking opportunities in the next couple of months. And I wanted to follow up on that a little bit. So think about this. So it's the day after you return from a, a conference or an expo or a meetup or a networking event or something like that. And you've got, you know, the con- the requisite conference bag. You've got a bunch of business cards. Uh, maybe you got a bunch of notes or pictures or whatever it is. And then you, you see somebody, whether it's at work or someone in your network, and they say, hey, man, how was that? How was that event? Was it worth it? Now, how many of you can actually never answer with a solid Yes. So today we're going to cover three ways to get the most positive personal return from any networking event. Now, first, when it comes to this, you know, you need to have um, just a a mindset around, you know, focusing on uh, quality over quantity, because, again, the reality is you're not going to meet everybody uh, when you go to some of these events. But uh, just have that mindset and play about you know, focusing in on honing in on uh, three to five must meet people. So the first thing you want to do here is research. So adequately researching uh, the event and people that are going to be at the event. Again, who's speaking, who's sponsoring, most platforms or events uh, share that information. So come prepared with those three to five must meet people um, before attending that event. And then once you have those people identified, start consuming their content. Now, the good news is nowadays you can do this, you know, an hour before the event, a day before the event, but definitely spend time finding some information about this individual and uh, learn more about them. You know, we talked about, you know, doing some detective work in a prior episode about how to research people do that here when it comes to those individuals that you want to meet. Now, still part of research is develop three insightful questions that you would have just for that person. Now, it may seem a little bit like overkill, but again, this is all about getting 
value from uh, this uh, any networking event. So take the time. What are three questions that you could ask that person specifically? Now, something to note is, even if you don't meet those people, if it's the keynote speaker, I mean, they're hard to get hold of. Yeah, if you don't meet that person, here's what I can guarantee you is that, you know, at any event, no matter what it is, you always end up in small conversation and small talk with anybody or, or other people there. So those questions may come in handy no matter what. And the good news is you have an icebreaker uh, ready for that, um, you know, the happy hour event where you're standing there talking to people and trying to think of something to talk about. Well, guess what? You now have three questions to, to work from. So first thing is research. The second thing is be memorable, but be memorable in a professional way. And how can you stand out when it comes to these networking events? Now, you don't have to be a keynote speaker. You don't have to be someone who's moderating a panel or participating from stage. But how can you be memorable uh, just from being somebody an attendee? Now, this could be from a branding standpoint. So what I mean by that is, you know, you always wear a red bow tie or you always wear a bow tie. Uh, or you have a pair of red pants that you feel, um, you know, complement your outfit, but they definitely stand out from a standpoint of someone's going to say, hey, that guy's got red pants on uh, or something. There's a guy named Joe Paluzzi. He's a content marketer, author. Um, his whole focus was he always wore something orange, no matter what. And one of the reasons for doing that was so that obviously so that he created a brand for himself, uh, but he was memorable. So. Uh, there's something that can be done there. Think about it because everyone's going to be wearing blazers and jeans or, uh, you know, a particular outfit, um, um, popular outfit if you're uh, a female. But what can you do to be more memorable? Um, now, the other other way to be memorable is um, how do you stand out uh, during a conversation? Right. So, you know, put your research into play here. So remember those questions we talked about? during the research phase. So when it comes to creating those questions, make sure one of these questions that you're making is memorable, uh, a memorable question. Think about it. There's three people on your list you want to meet. You've actually been able to engage in a conversation with that person. Ask them a question that is, you know, taps into some of the research you did. If you realize that they like to ski, ask them when the last time they went skiing was or how much you love skiing. But have a question ready, you know, which could be something any anywhere, uh, doesn't have to be related to work. Again, about being memorable. What was your favorite Atari game growing up? Uh, what was your first unchaperoned concert? And, you know, if you could lead any marketing team here at this conference today, who would it be? You know, things like that. Things that tap into the fact that you know and you're aware of other hobbies and interests that they may have. Because chances are, again, think of that question that's not going to be asked by somebody else at the event. Um. And then when it comes to being memorable, you think about business cards, right? So the the exchanging of information of, um, hey, would love to follow up with you. Do you have a card? Well, why not just bring one card? And anytime somebody asks you for your card, suggest that you take a picture of it and text it to them. And if you think about it, you know, if it's a good conversation, yeah, and it's somebody you want to stay in contact with, make that suggestion because you know now you have their their contact information and now you've provided value to them because it's one less thing they have to do to search for your business card in that conference bag, you know, two weeks after the event's over. So uh, by not you know, stand out by not giving them a business card like everybody else, you know, take a picture of your business card 
and then text it to them. Or they may use an app. There's tons of apps out there that are uh, business card scanners. Um, maybe make that suggestion and have it on your phone. You can show them how to download it. Again, providing value, but you're extending that conversation and that engagement. Now, the third thing you can do here is I don't I don't like to call, call it following up when it comes to conferences. I like to think about it as following through. So how can you follow through with value um, when it comes to these networking events? And, you know, there's a couple of things to think about. You know, timing is everything when it comes to an event, meaning the more time you let pass by, the less likely those people are going to remember your bow tie, your pants, your question. So how can you strike with your follow-up within at least 48 hours of getting back from this conference? Now, if it's a local meetup, that's 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 easier. Uh, if, it's, if it's a cross-country flight, uh, then the flight's obviously a great time to do that too. But how do you, you know, so you have 48 hours after that event is over to do some follow through. Now, how do you follow through? Or what channels do you look at for following through? So consider LinkedIn, Twitter, and email. Uh, but when it comes to LinkedIn and you're connected with that person, don't just connect and that's it. Connect, but add a note. And in that note, you can reference that memorable thing. Um, again, that, that's a way to create follow through. When I say follow through again, it means set yourself up for another micro conversion, uh, from that individual, meaning setting up another call, uh, set up another meeting, set up an exchange of emails. That's follow through as opposed to follow up, which is kind of a dead end, which is just, Hey, nice to meet you. And that's it. So LinkedIn, uh, include a note with your request to connect in Twitter, follow, and then respond to a couple of their recent tweets with some engaging conversation, uh, referencing another article, tagging somebody else, you know, do something that shows that you care and that you want to provide value. And then for emailing, I've done this in a couple of conferences recently in the last in the last year, is if you want to stand out with somebody and it's an important piece of, of, of follow through, schedule your email to be sent at about 3 to 4 a.m. their local time so that when they wake up the next day, your email is, you know, in that first surge of uh, inbox sweeping that somebody will do. And uh, it gives you a better chance of standing out amongst, you know, instead of sending an email at five o'clock during rush hour or five o'clock to seven o'clock when it's busy, uh, your email may never get seen. So schedule your email to go early, early a.m. Um, to that person's local time. So when it comes to the, the follow through, like what do you put? In, so what do you put in the messages when it comes to leveraging these vehicles and these channels? Um, and the first thing you want to ask yourself is, you know, what is unique to you? What's the one thing you can provide in your messaging that no one else at the event can? And this goes back to doing your research is what is the one thing that you think is going to be valuable to that person? Um, so it could be just asking a follow up question. Hey, we were talking about, you know, skiing and I was wondering what your top five skiing places were or something like that. Or if it's in a business context, again, it's 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 asking a, a deeper follow-up question from your conversation. Or because you're somebody who has a unique skill or competency, let's say you are, you know, you have a YouTube channel and you're great at creating videos, you know, why not offer to help this person with a free project? Hey, I'd love to create um, a YouTube video for you just to, you know, get your, your feel on it for this upcoming project and I'll do it for free. So you're using your your skills to provide value. And again, that's leading to another micro conversion of a longer conversation. So it's what can you provide as a free project for free or what can you provide as a free project for value? 
And then lastly, offer maybe there's someone in your network that you can connect them with. So is it a coworker, your former boss? Maybe it's somebody in your network outside of work. So if you think about it, during your conversation, the person you wanted to meet had back problems. You happen to know a chiropractor. Uh, in your follow-up message, you ask, hey, you, you know, how's your back feeling? I can make a connection to one of my uh, contacts if you'd like, something like that. So that, too, is a way to provide value that's not in the business context, but it's, again, helping to build that relationship as part of your follow-through, not follow-up. So that's going to do it for today's episode, all about getting value from networking events. And just make sure that you check out themarketinghelp.co for some of our fresh content and guides specific to uh, helping you out with your marketing career. And uh, go ahead, leave a rating and review. Love to hear your feedback. Remember, I'm here to support your pursuits of a better marketing career as your marketing help. Till next time, this is Eric Harvison. Happy marketing.